Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha. Now Matt Stahl. And please forgive Matt because he just informed me that he's rearranging his room. I'm not sure what that has to do with the podcast, but for some reason it was important to tell me about it. So I thought I'd share that with you as well. Well, just in case. Thought you'd have more excitement for, well, none of the episodes ran in 2016 yet, I don't think. Oh yeah, we're back, 2016. <laughs> I think every year we talk about you know when it's not okay to say Happy New Year, but I think yeah, at least for right now, being the first week of January, this coming out of the second week, I think we can say this is a Happy New Year episode. We're recording on the 7th, so I think anything under a week, you're fine. Yeah. think you're safe. And so, good thing we're talking about the New Year, because we have a New Year's-based story to discuss for today. Exactly. So, we've been off a couple weeks now, I think. There's been a lot of really good legal-related things that have happened, but none of which have been right up our alley. <laughs> so, but this one's pretty pretty interesting, and it comes from, I guess, my home city, in a way, Indianapolis, in a place I've actually been to, so it's I'm somewhat familiar with it. But so let me let me tell you what happened. So there's this restaurant bar in Indianapolis called Kilroy's, and I guess I had a I don't know what the situation was for New Year's. I'm I'm guessing they just had a bunch of people there. It's a pretty popular bar and restaurant as is, so I'm imagining it was pretty packed. And I guess what happened was a an older woman. It's up for debate how old she was. Reading through the story and some other ones, but like they can't find her birth certificate, or <laughs> I don't think they've. Well, so the first couple of things I've seen, at least in the response from the owner or the manager was she was seven, over 70 years old, but then I saw somewhere else she was only 57, but over, we'll say over 50. (laughs) Okay. So it was a woman over 50. Apparently she had a heart attack. They had to bring in people to come in and and work on her in the middle of this big thing. Terrible thing, but so. Wow. Way to kill the New Year's, huh? (laughs) So this, this girl that was at the Bar was not happy with the situation so much so, and I'm trying to see what time she wrote this because I bet it's, yeah. So she wrote it at 1.51 a.m. New Year's Day, so a couple hours after, most likely with a couple drinks in her probably, I would have to guess, wrote this scathing review, just incredibly upset about what happened. I'm not going to read the whole review, but basically... Yeah, I'll read some of it at least, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going I'm to pick and choose. Okay. She says she's never going to come back after the way she, her and her friends spent over $700 to have their meal ruined by watching a dead person being wheeled out from an overdose. My night's been ruined, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the gist of it, I think. So basically she's saying, my, my night was ruined because somebody overdosed in the bar and had to be taken out and they died and it was a terrible event. I don't know why she would assume somebody overdosed at a bar, but I, I guess that's for her <laughs> or, or make any effort to see who it was or whatever. So she complains, write the, writes this message on face. This is on their Facebook page, you know, less than two hours after, into the new year. And at the time this was screenshotted, there's only a few reviews, but I imagine, or sorry, reviews, a few comments. I imagine there was a lot more after that. Because it was actually, it was taken down. So like. Yeah. And I'm trying, now I'm trying to find the one. So the the point is the, the manager ended up writing a response to this. So here's what the manager responded back with, at least in part. The overdosing junkie, in quotes, that you speak of was a 70-plus-year-old woman who had a heart attack. Thankfully, she was finally revived at the hospital and survived. It sounds like you were very concerned about her, so I thought you should know. 
but I can completely understand why you think being intoxicated jerks who didn't understand your bill should take priority over human life. And there's some more to it. But so basically what happened was this girl was upset that what turned out to be a 70 plus year old woman almost died at this bar, writes this bad review on their Facebook page. And the manager responded pretty interestingly. And for the most part, pretty correctly. And and the thing to take away from that part was the response to this was overwhelmingly in favor of the, the bar at this point. At least I think this came out like this went viral a day or two after it happened. I always know it's a big thing because my wife always, if she brings up a story, she's always late on everything. So I knew it was something big. (laughs) Usually when these kind of reviews are posted, it's because of something that, you know, something really bad that the business did and how bad they reacted. Yeah. This is the complete opposite, of course. And, and what's interesting, if you look at the actual review and this will, this will happen with all bad reviews. If they would have just stuck to the facts and be a little bit more reasonable, then maybe there was something there. Because, for example, they say at the end of the review, our waitress, and this is when everything's going on, of course, our waitress, when we were trying to ask about our bill being messed up, also said, quote, what do you want me to do? Effing pay your bill for you? What a great way to talk to a paying customer. And and he's like, I get the working on New Year's Eve is stressful, but being a complete, and then it's blacked out to us all night knowing you get an automatic gratuity is not right. And so maybe, you know, the fact that they're complaining about the automatic gratuity because of the number of party members and and the fact that it's New Year's Eve and that maybe they asked a simple question even then during that time, even if the waitress didn't respond in the exact same way they did, but if if they would have just stuck to that kind of angle, they probably probably would have had a little bit better reaction. And it shows you like, even when a customer is just being ridiculous, usually they're, I'm giving them a benefit that there may have been something there, right? Mm -hmm. But oftentimes customers go overboard and then it's like, okay, now this company has to deal with this reviewer with a one-star review because they didn't get butter on their bread or something. And then all of a sudden the company is losing money. You know, that's not fair. So, I mean, I I think their review is bad enough, but yeah, you you make a good point because, you know, she could have said something about watching them stretcher out somebody who looked like they were dead, ruined my night. And while that's heartless, I mean, I I guess it would be true. But yeah, the part at the end too, that you just mentioned, but yeah, throwing in all the other comments that she did is, is kind of what, you know, kind of did her in on this. And even if somebody would have, I guess, overdosed a quote unquote junkie, it would have been probably seen as pretty bad for this individual to write this review. I mean, that's pretty heartless move. <laughs> yeah. And what's interesting also here is how Kilroy's reacted to it. Obviously, they they not only responded in that pretty clever retort, but also they basically embraced the review and actually started spreading a post in order to make it viral. Literally, I'm looking at this post on January 3rd, so a, couple, a few days after New Year's. And the number, it says, number one, how about we make this go viral? <laughs> so they're trying to, and then they talk about the lady survived, but has a long way to go. And they are, they actually created a GoFundMe campaign. I don't know if they created it or are promoting it for the person that had a heart attack that survived. And they've raised about 14,000 past the goal of 5,000. That's 568 people in, in three days, which I know I can see here by looking at the list that Matt's failed to donate so far, he's heartless. So what can we say? <laughs> to be fair, I, I think it was the, it's, it's entitled mom's medical. So I'm assuming it's her daughter that put this up. Oh, that makes sense. 
Well, they're only looking to raise, raise five grand, and they've got 14, 423, so that's, that's pretty impressive. But so I think the, the moral of the story is, I mean, social media is obviously an extremely powerful tool from both the customer and the business owner perspective, and it's all about... As customers, I guess there's, you know, unless you do something like this, you don't have too much to worry about. Obviously, if you write something defamatory or write something, you know, along those lines, it, it could come back to bite you. But it's much more shifted on the business owner owner side on how to handle something like this. And, you know, why I don't think this was a perfect response by Kilroy's, I think it's about as good as you're going to be able to find. I, I mean, we, we deal with a lot of these issues, mostly on Yelp. And, you know, one of the first, the first thing I do is look at the Yelp page to see one, what the review says of this negative review. And two, if the business has responded and, Sometimes the business responds and it's perfectly fine. And other times the business owner responds and it's pretty much makes things much worse. And so, yeah, I would say most of the time it's worse. Wouldn't you say? I mean, well, I mean, it's probably bad on our end because we probably see, I mean, the people that are most emotional about this, the ones that call us possibly. And it just seems like the responses are always bad. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'll get the ones that just say, you know, it depends on the review, obviously, but it's, I'm sorry you had this experience please contact us directly. We'll see what we can do for you. I mean, that's that's a good way to approach it, but... Yeah, and you'll see others that'll like basically respond point by point. Maybe they they have a disagreement and they'll say, well, actually we did provide this and even though you say we didn't and so forth. And that can also be effective, but I don't think most people are as lucky. They'll have these outrageous reviews just like this one, but it'll be in a way that's believable in the sense that it could be just as false or ridiculous, yeah. but because we weren't there and it's written with a little bit more eloquence compared to this so-called Holly Jones, you know, it's hard to really defend. By the way, speaking of Holly Jones, apparently they also put in the post that there are several Holly Jones in Indianapolis. So they asked everyone to stop, you know, sending hateful messages to other Hollies because the actual Holly took her profile down because she was you know, presumably being receiving all these messages for her review. So she, she got a recompense. It's bad too. Cause we get the backlash of the backlash and it's people will write just as bad as stuff to her. Yeah. Exactly. It's sometimes worse as she wrote. It's like, when is this? Ever? It's just a spiraling out of control and it's a never ending issue. One thing we have to note here is that whatever the reason is, Holly Jones decided to take down the post. And let's give her the benefit of the doubt that she had regret and she took it down. Or on the other extreme, she took it down because of the harassment and she was threatened to do so or what have you. But either way, the, the point being is that when you do have these outrageous reviews that we're talking about, and we, we've all seen them, and as a business, many of you have actually experienced them firsthand, there is a possibility. It varies case by case, but there is a, there is a good possibility that if handled properly, you can have the reviewer remove it on their own accord. And for example, one of the ways that we've been able to do that is that if they post it in such a way, and we've talked about this in the past, in a way that's defamatory, and they realize that they can actually be opening themselves up to legal liability if they keep the review up there, then they may be more inclined to remove it. And we've had success in that regard. There's obviously a variety of different people that write these negative reviews. Some of them are good people that just write legitimately bad reviews. But the ones you, like you just mentioned, oftentimes are, I guess, people that may, might not be thinking straight or heated that write these reviews. And yeah. 
at that point, are they everything they write? Is it all going to be one hundred percent accurate? Probably not. They're going to exaggerate things. They're going to, they're going to start doing personal attacks. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen it. You know, it's it's not too surprising. And the things that people say on there, mostly people, those people aren't going to say that things face to face. So that's right. You take that layer away, and it's something I can sit behind my someone can sit behind their keyboard and type. Then yeah, it's people feel like they're protected, and it's not going to matter. But you know, the laws still apply. You can still, def- you know, defamation is something that can obviously happen, you know, over the internet, something in writing. So you can't get away free and clear if you write something that's defamatory and, you know, you never have to think about it again. Yeah. When we approach these reviewers, I mean, we understand that. I think you said it perfectly is that there's a layer in front of, front of them, you know, and there's a legitimate, most of the time at the end, the customer's upset about something unless it's a competitor, unless it's just totally like an insane person, they left a bad review that's ridiculous and defamatory because they're upset for some reason. Now, whether that's legitimate or not, I think it's always important, you know, even when we're approaching it, to recognize that they may have been upset for a good reason, but we don't have a problem with them being upset. We just have a problem with how they're reacting to it. That, okay, look, we understand if you have, you know, you, you didn't like your service, but you can't do X. You can't go past that line. Yeah. You, you leave an option now. It's like, look, you know, look, you, you, you cross a line, either you fix it or we have to go after you because you're really not giving us any choice. And, and usually fixing it solves the problem. Very rarely does, is a business going to want to pursue a reviewer once they re- remove the review, unless all the damage has been done or it's been on there for a long period of time or they've had to spend attorney's fees or what have you trying to deal with this issue that they would pursue any kind of litigation. Yeah, well, that's that's all right. So I don't think Killers has anything to worry about there. Uh, so every time I've been there, it's been pretty crowded. So it's right downtown, right by the uh, basketball arena. I think we should go <laughs> next time we're both in town in Indianapolis. <laughs> Probably, uh, I don't know if that'll happen, but we'll see. We'll just have to plan it. <laughs> Well, I think that's the first episode of 2016. Of course, we started with a Yelp or bad review (laughs) such topic, but I think that works out well. That should be our theme for 2016, just bad reviews. They do have something I think you'd like there. So one of their famous food items are these. It's kind of like it's it's these pepperoni breadsticks, but it's uh, it's based like pizza in a breadstick. Yeah, it's like essentially rolled up pizza and it's very popular there. Well, I'll take your word for it until we have it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Keep it sound, keep it smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.